Listen up, brothers. I just want to talk on one thing. I want you to keep this in mind. A motivated man is strong. Yes, he's strong. But guess, guess what? A disciplined man is unstoppable. Unstoppable. Motivation can disappear, dissipate, vanish. When you're disciplined, you can crack through anything that's in front of you. You're unstoppable. It doesn't mean that you may not take a fall, but you'll get back up and you'll keep going on. People will say things about you, try to break your spirit, but you'll take those things and you'll process them in a way, process those things in a way which will feed into your discipline, denying those things that weaken us. See, you can be motivated, right? And appear strong, but when the motivation goes away and disappears, Where's your strength? When you're disciplined, it's always there. That's ingrained and embedded in you. And you'll have a track record in your life the longer you live of having things that discipline created. When you're not disciplined and you go where the wind blows, you don't have a track record, a resume, a history of accomplishing anything. You might have been motivated to do something for a while, but you don't leave a legacy. Motivation doesn't make a person leave legacy. It makes him strong, but a disciplined man is unstoppable. And just by being who he is, a legacy is created. Because when you're disciplined, you look for things to conquer. You look for things to achieve. You can be motivated to sweep the floor, rake the yard, do a few things and say, oh, let me just kick back and drink some liquor or a Heineken and smoke a joint. I was motivated to do those things and the motivation is gone. It's only for a time. But when you are disciplined and you set your mind on a goal, you're going to get there with hard work and abstaining from the things that make, make men weak. And there are a lot of things out here that make men weak and they don't even realize it. You know, there's things you need to leave alone when you want to maintain that discipline and, and see, this is the thing. When you have discipline, it, it doesn't leave you. When you reach the goal, I'm telling you for a fact, because this is something that I know, right? You look for something else because now you, you're looking at other people. You don't want to become somebody who's nondescript. You don't want to live this nondescript lifestyle where you just blend into the crowd. You have discipline. It's like a righteous acid that has to eat on something. And if something is not there, then it's like, damn, I got to find something to do. I, I accomplished that. So now you know you accomplished that. You have a high about you. And a discipline causes you to look for the next level. When I'm working on a project or working on something, when I'm almost done, I already have the next thing on deck that I want to focus on. I finish my project. Boom. There's another thing right there waiting for me. But see, here's the thing. Most people don't know. The greatest killers of masculinity, which undergirds your discipline as a man, soy products, beer, porn, weed, sugar, and plastic. I've been guilty of drinking out of plastic bottles for a long time, and I, I notice a reduction in my drive. 
My drive is still high, but I notice a slight reduction in my drive. It's been proven that, and I can't tell you scientifically, but with the ingestion of plastic into our system through the water bottles, and especially when you let them sit, like say, for example, in direct sunlight, or you have them inside of a car in the trunk and you go back and go shopping all day and the trunk is real hot, that's not good for you. That's not good for your, your, your sex drive, your sperm, your hormones. That's a killer of masculinity. The sugar, too much sugar, too much of those simple carbohydrates that don't bring any energy at all. You want to stay away from that. You want to restrict your diet to certain things, although you'll eat in abundance, but you don't want too much sugar. And it seems like there's so much sugar pushed, especially in America. And now we have more effeminate men, more men who are just uh, beta simps who go along with anything just to, just to get along, who don't have real testosterone, real balls, real drive to say, hey, this is who I am and this is what I'm about. Most, most men these days, they're just so lame. They're just so, they, 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 they can't say no to certain things. They just go along to get along. Weed, it's been proven. No matter how much people are selling it now and how much they say, oh, yes, it's great for creativity and all this stuff. Weed is a masculinity killer. What does it do? Does it make you get up and motivate to do something? No, you're sitting back staring off in the space somewhere in la-la land. We need to deal with reality. We don't need to deal with escapism and, and this whole mellow laid out. This is not going to get nothing accomplished. It's not. Manhood was given to you to make you build, to undergird community, to protect your women, to protect your children and give them wisdom and be an example. Manhood is under attack. Haven't you noticed? If you are an effeminate man, you're accepted more. They don't want people who are trailblazers who have a mind of their own, so they have these things out there. Soy, it's been proven that soy products directly attack your masculinity, testosterone, reducing it. There's so many articles out there. Don't even question me on this, it's out there. I'm not gonna sit here and give you all of these uh, research projects and make this video eight, eight hours long. We're brushing by things. Beer, alcohol, that's proven. You get excess calories. The alcohol dries you out, messes up with your liver, ages you, reduces your sex drive. So when you're young and you drink alcohol and beer and you still have the sex drive, you say, well, I'm still getting it up real good. That's because you're young. But you age yourself prematurely when you indulge in alcohol. I'm 60 years old and I'm raring to go. I know people who are far younger than me and they're just... Their bodies, man, they, they, uh, no athletic background. They have breasts, sometimes bigger than their wives. They got heavy love handles, flat asses. I'm not looking at them like that, but that's just the way it is. And they're just not, they don't have that aura about them. You see? Okay, this next one, porn. What do you do when you're looking at porn? You're trying to guess the cup size of a woman's breasts? Or you're just trying to say, well, you know, that one's more, a little more in shape than this one? No. You got your cream, you got your Vaseline, you got your lotion, and you're horny, and you're jerking off. And as you jerk off, you don't realize how many nutrients you're losing. Uh, what was it? Uh, who was it? It was Dr. Lila Africa that said that you should restrict yourself, get a load of this, to one orgasm a year. 
And that should be during intercourse when you're trying to procreate. It is a pleasurable thing. But see, everything has been sexualized. And that's why we wear ourselves down. You see something visual, you want to go home and jerk off. You're watching this porn, you're seeing music videos, you're seeing these different things. It just messes you up and makes you a weak man. And you can't leave anything of note on this on, on, on this level, on this planet. It's not going to happen. <laughs> so you get to a certain age and you realize, wait a second, I didn't, I didn't do anything. You might have made money, but anybody can make money. You can get somebody who's four foot one and 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 not strong at all and a hundred pounds and you know and oh yes he he makes money but what are you doing with it? What are you building? Who are you? Who are you impressing upon? Right? Who are you uh, 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 motivating for other things that they think years from now? You know how many people come to me from years ago and say, "Man, Lance, I remember when you were a bodybuilder, man. I used to look up to you. I admired you, man. Look." Look what I did. And, and, and they have physiques better than the one that I had. But more power to you. It doesn't take much for a candle to light other candles. And so many of us are so caught up in our own lust and our own uh, preoccupied indulgences that don't do anything that we piddle our life away as men. And the government and this society these days with these modern women who want to see the beta males who, who will do anything, they'll pay any amount just to sniff their drawers. Oh, please, let me do No, a real man knows, okay, when it's time to lay it down, when it's time to do it, it's because I want to do this thing, right? And you're worthy of that because you are a real woman, not just some woman who is just parading around because they know that these men are weak. I decide when I have sex. I'm saying theoretically, I'm a married man, but I'm just saying theoretically, if I was single, I decide that I'm not running behind it. They can lay in the bed next to me. It can be two or three of them. If I don't want to do it, I'm not doing it. If I say I got to get a 430 in the morning, five in the morning because I have something I want to do, it's because I have something I want to do because that is always going to be there. there. There are legal vaginas and mouths and boobies and butts being produced every day by the tens of thousands. So there'll be no shortage of that. Let me tell you something. The day you die and you're, 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 you're being put down in, in the casket, if that's the way you prefer to go, right? Or you have a, have a ceremony with your ashes, whatever. There's going to be a finance chick there that if you were alive and it was decades before, you say, man, I would love to get with her. It never stops. So realize that. Stop being so weak and following behind your lower vibrations and your lower desires. That's the whole gist of this. That's the whole gist of being a man. When a woman sees a real man, not this fake whatever, she can't help herself from within but give you that respect. It's not a matter of vagina. A lot of them get moistened also. Wow, he's a real man. He's a go-getter. He's a visionary. He's a protector. He's strong, but he's disciplined. A lot of women fall victim for the motivated man, but it doesn't last that long. What happened to you? I married you this way. I went out with you this way and you were so motivated. Now you're sitting on the couch, lazy, not wanting to do anything. Isn't that something? It's crazy, isn't it? Right. But remember, a motivated man is strong, but a disciplined man is unstoppable. And once you get that discipline in you, it never leaves you. Right. It makes you unbreakable and it makes you unstoppable. Leave your comments. Let me know how you felt about what I said. Lance Curve out. On to the next one.